Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. If you don't think Hillary Clinton was guilty of election fraud, we got to get you an IQ test tomorrow. We got to get you scheduled ASAP. Remember the great lie of weapons of mass destruction? Does it remind you at all of the great lie that if we lose Ukraine, democracies all over this world crumble? Sit back and enjoy or call in and get involved. What is one thing the government is great at? It's lying to the face of the American people and doing it without blinking. They are fantastic at that. This current administration takes the cake. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. So rise up right now and get with the program. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in, welcome aboard. This is the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, here this Thursday, July the 13th. A very special guest, of course, so we've had him before. Before we get into that, I want to make sure that our first-time listener always understands this, that this show gives all glory to God, and that without God and without that spiritual overseeing, that protection, there is darkness. The only way we can combat that darkness is with the light shown through by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, we want to make sure our first-time listener understands that's the basis of the show. And then we might be sitting there saying, well, maybe you don't have a community, a church, a fellowship to go and seek that power of connection. We encourage you to connect with the show, get involved either in a small group in or outside of a church, but you've got to be connected in fellowship to really withstand the filth and disgust that's going on right now in America. Because I can tell you right now the, the information, the guests that we have on this show We are on the right side. We are on the right side when it comes to the LGBTQ movement. We are on the right side when it comes to the true dangers of the COVID vaccine. We are on the right side when we say COVID vaccines, excuse me, the open border hurts people, not help. And so get with the program, folks. If you're not connected, we want to connect you. And we just say that with love and grace and everything that's needed to get you plugged in, piped in and get going. Now. Without further ado, our guest is Dr. Michael Gaeta. Now, you know him from the Gaeta Institute. You know him, michaelgaeta.com. We've had him many a time before, so it's so good to see you, sir. Now, welcome in. I saw you last at the great Naturally Inspired Health Summit in Loveland, Colorado. Uh, Welcome in, sir. How are you? And did you have a fourth? I know you were doing a little traveling. How have you been since we last spoke? Yes, yes. Thank you, Matthew. It's so good to be back. Uh, Always great to be in conversation with you and just appreciate the work you're doing to take a stand for uh, health, freedom and natural health. Two things that I'm devoted to as well. The fourth was great. Uh, It was a very uh, patriotic trip. Uh, I I always plan a camping trip with the kids every year. And every other year I have them on the 4th of July. We went to the Grand Tetons. And we're at the 4th of July parade in Jackson, Wyoming, Nice, uh, which was just wonderful, followed by the rodeo that night. So uh, it was natural beauty. It was relaxation and uh, a very healthy, you know, beautiful sense of patriotism at the parade with uh, veterans and law enforcement and, um, you know, kids and all kinds of things. It was just a a, a wonderful time. That reminds me of a good old fashioned how the 4th should be. We've had a guest before. The only thing we're really kind of disappointed with 4th of July and is all of our fireworks have to come from china and so if we could get no. some american-made fireworks we'll be doing okay but yeah. i love all that um the camaraderie and you know to me and we're going to get into this stuff because there's so many things i want to talk to you outside that 
that all sort of funnel back into health freedom. But uh, just the idea of we're celebrating America. We're celebrating something that most people even we're going to have a guest coming on within the next couple of weeks. He's doing a ride across America to inform the listeners about the tyranny in Canada. A lot of people think Canada is a free nation and it's nothing. It's not not even close anymore. And that that is on our doorstep knocking. And so when you have something like Fourth of July, we are celebrating something that is so unique to the rest of the world. And there's an infringement upon that unique quality to speak your truth, speak your mind. And so we're really trying to make sure people, because we're on the right side of this thing, Stand firm. Um, yes. Now, here, here's what I think. A lot of our folks did not get a chance to go to the Naturally Inspired Health Summit. Um, and you were yes. talking about some very interesting, this Chinese woodworm. I'm wondering if you yes. can give the listener just a little flavor, a little taste of that. Because I know even Dr. Peter McCullough, he was very intrigued as well, listening to your presentation and some of yes. the possibilities potentially coming from this Chinese herb, the Chinese yes. woodworm herb. Go ahead, if you would, just a little flavor of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll be on uh, Peter's show, uh, I think, fairly soon to awesome. talk about the herb and discuss some of the research. Um, but yeah, this is an ancient Chinese herb. Uh, we have an early record of it going back over 2,000 years. Wow. Um, it's probably been used for a lot longer than that. Uh, the Chinese name is Qing Hao, which is uh, green grass, roughly translated. The okay. botanical name is Artemisia annua, and uh, it is the world's best treatment for malaria. Wow. Uh, there's no treatment, drug or otherwise, that is better than this for treating malaria, which kills about 60,000 people a year um, uh, worldwide. And, uh, and a Nobel Prize was wow. awarded for the first time for an herb uh, in 2015 to a Chinese researcher. Uh, and in the same year, the Nobel Prize was shared with ivermectin. Wow. Uh, so two potent anti-parasitic agents um, that both treat uh, what we call, you know, COVID-19, as well as a lot of other things, the syndrome mm-hmm. known as COVID-19. So this herb um, has a range of benefits. Um, the main two areas that it relates to is uh, cancer. And uh, there's a lot of research on this herb uh, increasing the body's resistance to cancer. Again, in, in holistic health, which is my field, we don't treat cancer. Uh, right. We treat the patient, help the patient's body work better, and then it can deal with the cancer better. So we treat the patient, not the cancer. So this herb treats the patient and then helps the patient resist the cancer better, yes. what I call increasing cancer resistance. So we spend a lot of time on this herb in our, uh, at our cancercourse.com is a, a course we put together on this subject for those who are interested yeah. at uh, cancercourse.com. And then the second area of this herb is uh, infection. And it, it is probably, if you had to pick one herb, Matthew, that was for treating parasites, and there's a lot of herbs that treat parasites, black walnut and absinthe and such, um, uh, Stamona, but uh, this herb, if you had to pick one, would probably be the best anti-parasitic herb in the world. Um, and, uh, but also, it's effective in helping folks who have fungal and viral infections as well. And we, you know, we can get into the mechanism of how it works. I'm happy to do that. But it, the, the research is very strong. We now have dozens of studies in the published literature. Folks can just go on PubMed or Google Scholar and type in Chinese wormwood, and you'll be amazed at the amount of evidence wow. there is uh, for this herb. It's quite impressive and uh, would have easily, just like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, would have easily prevented the emergency youth authorization for the experimental, you know, genocide jab 
because it is effective in, yeah. in inhibiting viral replication, uh, inhibiting viral entry into the cell, um, and just has in supporting the interferon system, which got its name from interfering with viral replication. It's a very powerful herb, uh, and mm. it would have helped prevent the EUA uh, for the experimental, you know, the uh, murder weapons, yes. uh, because those require the fact, you know, by laws and federal code, you can't have effective treatments available uh, for whatever you're seeking the EUA yes. for. So this was a suppressed herb uh, like Andrographis paniculata, another effective COVID herb, as well as the, the pharmaceuticals, ivermectin, probably the safest drug ever made, uh, and hydroxychloroquine. You know, that's just such a profound and and should be breathtaking for much of the listeners, especially for those that have not committed themselves to the idea that this was a dangerous vaccine. It had intent to harm because, see, for so many people, they they just sort of blindly took the idea that this nine month in production supposedly vaccine was coming out safe and effective. You just articulated Chinese woodworm been in existence in human consumption for 2000 years. And I can promise you that you do not have a plethora of data like our VAERS reporting that would show people that took uh, Chinese woodworm. They've had in sudden death. Yeah. All these kind of horrible outcomes. I mean, there's just no literature. There's no data on that that would ever speak to it. But we took so blindly the farm pharmaceutical version of care versus this natural God-given coming from the earth. That has to change in America, does it not? I mean, we can see that if you're not open-minded to natural medicines going forward, you are flipping a coin playing Russian roulette. I mean, I think it's breathtaking. It is, Matthew. That's a great point. And, And it really highlights the fact that when people are scared enough or made to be afraid enough, their logical mind you know yes. it's, it's we get into fight flight or freeze we're yes. not in logical rational thought we're in survival primal reactive um uh, state of mind and uh that's what happens when people are afraid so the media did their job right. if you get covid you're going to die even though the data said it had a, an overall 99.7 percent survival rate yeah. stratified according to age it was, you know, uh, 99.9999, you know, yes. something. It was very high if you were below, you know, uh, younger than 60. Right. Um, so uh, or something like that. So if you get people afraid enough, they just stop thinking. And so, you know, I think the good, the blessing of this is that people, I think, are more wary of what they're hearing right. from medical authorities, public health, the medical mafia, the mainstream yes. media than they were before, uh, which I think is very good. Um, and uh, and I think will puts us in a good spot to be a little more skeptical uh, because, you know, as I you know, it's a sad, tragic thing. But if covid if the covid era was a baseball game, their batting average was zero. Right. Like they got everything wrong. Yes. Right. Wear a mask, distance, shut your business. Don't go to church. Don't gather. Wear a mask 24 seven or three. Uh, get an experimental injection. They got everything wrong. Correct. And if it was just harmless and ineffective, that's one thing. Yeah. But the COVID measures were catastrophic. Yes. Uh, in terms of mental health, suicide, um, despair, depression. Uh, it's just ca- as well as uh, economic destruction. Uh, so this was one of the prongs of, you know, um, destroying the country was economic destruction, you know, through the shutting down of small businesses while letting, you know, Walmart and Amazon, you know, big companies 
added a trillion dollars to their market cap by destroying small business. So this is pretty nefarious stuff. And as I've said here before, we know the injection was a nefarious uh, agent because um, with, you know, 18,000 minimum at this point reported deaths with 1% of deaths being reported, you know, and they're not doing anything about it except promoting it more. Yes. Uh, you know, there was something bad going on. You know, when I was seven years old, I, I don't remember it, you know, directly, but looking back into history, uh, 1976, um, the swine flu vaccine was released and recalled after 25 reports of people dying. <laughs> and a third of the country had been vaccinated with the, with this ex, uh, experimental swine flu vaccine. And uh, they pulled the plug on the whole program, discontinued it, recalled it, ended it within, I think, 48 hours. Wow. Uh, uh, once they realized that 25 people may have been killed. And now we're at 18,000. And they're not doing anything like this. This drug, this experimental injection uh, has killed a thousand times more people in these you know, two and a half years, roughly than 90 vaccines did over 30 years since mm. reporting began. And Peter McCullough, who you brought up before, uh, what a courageous physician. And his his substack is Courageous Discourse, yes. uh, which I always suggest people read. He published a paper that showed that 75 percent, roughly three and four uh, COVID deaths were in the vaccinated, yes. meaning uh, you are way more likely to die uh, than uh, if you've had the shot. <laughs> Uh, and it was retracted in preprint like that never happens. Like I've been reading research for a long time and practicing 33 years and read thousands and thousands of, of, of research studies. This that just never happens. You don't retract something before it's published. Right. I mean, it was just kind of nuts. So you just see that the level of uh, just honestly, it's evil. Yeah. Uh, what's been happening here. But, you know, the, the, the bright side is, you know, people are waking up. Uh, the vaccine uptake is near zero. Uh, the projected uptake for these new bivalent, they're rolling it in with the flu shot and whatever else. The expected uptake of these is going to be very small. You're always going to have about um, 30 percent, roughly a third of the population will do anything they're told. Um, and but, you know, you've got that middle third that is you know independent thinking um, that will that is starting to ask more questions. Yeah. So I think uh, that's the blessing of this yes. is people are waking up to, you know, we're not always told the truth. That's such a good point. And we really need, I mean, that third can stay put. If the other two thirds are standing firm and we question, <laughs> this would not have worked with, you know, we, we had 83% of the country try this vaccine. That's too many people trying experimental yeah. medicine. And so, For yes, sure. the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel, the hope that sits out there is that that yeah. is going to shift significantly. And that's when I force think- starts to come in. They will have to use then actual physical force to get compliance then rather than fear. The fear has yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. You know, there's well, 450 reasons that won't have. <laughs> and there's where you get your civil war. There's where you get your civil unrest. And there's where you, your Second Amendment really starts to come into play. So I do see it being sure. this is going to be a tough sell moving forward. Our guest is For Dr. Sure. Michael Gata, MichaelGata.com. Of course, the Gata Institute in Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if you saw the recent um, work from Steve Kirsch talking about the he's talking about autism in the Amish he's talking about autoimmune disorder yes okay yes. now this is not COVID I mean we're so far beyond COVID no child 
And even, in fact, the World Health Organization has yes. said for some time now, healthy kids do not need a COVID shot. So we're way beyond that. Parents, mm-hmm. wake up. This is your last warning. Do not vaccinate your child for COVID-19. It's never worked for yes. them. It can only hurt them. But we still have parents. We just did a talk this week about um, a vaccine talk. And it, and it wasn't necessarily to, to dissuade you from getting a vaccine, but giving you the information yes. about the dangers. And so Steve mm. Kirsch went in and he did, he, and they've been restudying the Amish for years, decades, the CDC, because that, oh, is, a, sure. that is a pure um, sort of isolated community that has no infiltration of big pharma. They are using more like your style of med- natural eating your medicine, yeah. things like this. Are we at a point right now in a moment in time where we need to evaluate each and every single vaccine i mean how close are we to getting the average parents of saying no we don't want any because i pose the question as this if you had two choices with your child do all 79 vaccines or do zero is your child safer with none or with all of them i think it's a wonderful question i think it has to be answered yeah yeah it is a great question matthew and i you know honestly i think most parents would be afraid to say zero Yes, because they've been so propagandized by the medical mafia, their servants in the mainstream media, their pediatrician who has a lot of sway. You know, parents are like, oh, he's got a white coat. He's an MD or she uh, is a pediatrician. They must know better when they really don't. And as I, you know, I was speaking, I was speaking on vaccines one day in the immune system in Austin, Texas, uh, some years ago and uh, teaching, you know, it's a 12 hour seminar. The first break, the first day, so Saturday, uh, first break, about 1030, um, a man comes up to me and he says, I want you to know that I've been a pediatrician for 25 years. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yes. <laughs> and he said, I want you to know two things. I'm like, OK, I'm open. Uh, he said, first thing, I agree with everything you've said. So that right there, wow. I was like, catch me. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pass out here. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, from a pediatrician. Sure. And he said, the second thing I wanted you to know uh, is that, uh, and these are his words, not mine. Uh, he said that 80% of a pediatric practice income is derived from vaccines. Wow. That is and a breathtaking said, stat. Friends- 80% of their revenue from vaccine income. Wow. Yeah, well, that's what they call the well baby visit, which is just a vaccine visit. And, uh, you know, I I woke up to all of this treating my first vaccine injured kid 31 years ago, um, right after his two year shots. Mm. And he regressed mentally and had, you know, eczema and ear infections and skin rash and asthma, those sorts of things starting to crop up in the six months since He he was two and a half when he came in. And of course, the mom said, hey, this all, you know, these this all this stuff started to happen, especially the mental regression within days of his two year shots. And, uh, you know, the mom was just a mom. Moms know mom, <laughs> trust maternal intuition. Yes. And so she told them to pediatrician. He said, oh, it had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And she, you know, he was so dismissive and the parents get that a lot. So, you know, to answer your question, I, I think if it was all or nothing, it would be we would probably get a lot of uptake of that full schedule. Honestly, wow. <clears throat> however. Um, and the Amish data goes back decades. I mean, they've been a, they've been a studied group for decades. And uh, I, I interviewed on my uh, podcast, you know, many years ago, Meyer Eisenstein, uh, who has since passed away. God rest his soul. He was a, a pediatrician who had a huge series of health of pediatric clinics in Illinois, northern Illinois, um, almost all homeschooled, almost all 
you know, whether Amish or Mennonite or some religious faith um, groups that homeschooled their kids. They wanted to keep them out of the state schools. Uh, And almost all of them, actually uh, all of them were unvaccinated. And so you had 40,000 kids in six clinics unvaccinated, and they had uh, two cases of autism. And those were both in kids who had come into the practice after having been vaccinated. So that's statistically impossible. You can't have 40,000 kids because it's now one in 36, at least one in 34 kids have autism, uh, including one in 22 boys. Mm. Um, And that, you know, that's a recent thing, you know, uh, and we know it's not better diagnosis. Um, And uh, so this this population, the Amish, the Mennonites, uh, other, you know, families of faith who, you know, just are outside the medical system have much better health outcomes than the vaccinated kids. And now we have several studies, Matthew, and I know you're aware of this. And so I'm sure you've mentioned this to your listeners comparing vaccinated to unvaccinated kids. Uh, And the data is irrefutable uh, that the healthiest kids in America are the unvaccinated kids, period, looking at actual health outcomes. And the sickest kids, not just in America, in the world, in human history, are American fully vaccinated kids. And this is why, you know, 54 percent of American kids have one or more serious chronic diseases like asthma. Uh, Myself, you know, I got all my shots. And in my day, you know, I was born in, you know, the spring of 1969. Um, and I had all my shots and that was six. Right. And today, as you point out, you know, it's, it's at least 79. Yeah. So, uh, that it's a very different, you know, situation. And I developed, even with those six shots, I developed severe chronic ear infections. So, you know, my earliest childhood memory was curled up in my mother's lap Ah. at a very early age, screaming because of the pain in my ear. And I had a severe ear infection and she put this pink liquid in my mouth, which is penicillin. And after a few days, it went away and then I felt better. And then a couple of months later, I'm curled up in my mom's lap again with yeah. ear. And so I took, you know, just tons of antibiotics as a kid. And that led to a lot of other health consequences later yes. in life um, that it's taken me, you know, years to resolve. Uh, but in my uh, functional medicine, Chinese medicine practice, you know, I've you know, figured out how to help these kids uh, and how to help adults, too, who have these, you know, various sorts of, uh, of health outcomes that are, you know, directly, you know, at least correlated uh, with this uh, very unproven, you know, vaccine schedule. And they're not studied. We are not doing safety standards on the vaccines, because why would you? If you have blanket immunity, why are we going to spend money on proving (laughs) that these are safe? You're going to take them. And it's this it's breathtaking information because and I think, you know, you go back to so many events in history where the government has been truly negligent in its attack on the average citizen. I do think of vaccines. To accuse and accept what the government has done to its own people, and especially yeah. our most vulnerable, it is such a vile thought that most yeah. people, they're not going there. They do not want to no. believe that our government would actually stick yeah. this poison into a yeah. newborn and say it's yeah. for your best health. Our parents, yeah. I mean, this is I mean, this is a moment in time. Are, do you think parents, what is it going to take, do you think? Because the vaccine schedule is increasing, not decreasing. The CDC yeah. wants to move that 79 to 100. How do we convey this message before this gets even worse? Because that rate of autism, one in 34, one in 35, goes to one in 25. It goes to one in 10. 
if yeah. it's up to them. What is it going to take for parents to get bold, brave, courageous enough to say no? Just is it stats like the eighty percent of income is coming from your child's vaccine? I mean, I'm at a loss because I explained this. It makes sense yeah. to me that we had no autism in 1980 or one in 10,000. And now 30, yeah. 40 years later with all these vaccines, it's one in 33. If you can't see yeah. that connection, then you don't want to see it. Yes. And we have, you know, the the, the data is there, uh, Matthew. And, I, and, and to answer your question, it's a great question. How are we going to wake people up? It's, it's, a, it's an excellent question. Um, uh, well, first of all, if your listeners could listen to RFK Jr. Yes. Uh, on Joe on uh, Joe Rogan. He actually spent most of the three hours telling the vaccine story. Uh, and, you know, America's current cheerleader for vaccines, who's kind of replaced Paul Offit, who's kind of, I think, just retired from the whole, yeah. you know, vaccine propaganda game. Uh, Peter Hotez uh, refuses to uh, debate him right. uh, because everything he said, he can back up with published data yes. that that I, I believe that show, which has gotten tens of millions of views, can help really shift the conversation. So here's the thing. You, the, there's, uh, it's, it's sort of the same 29% of the country, 30%. That's Biden's approval rating. Right. Somehow, <laughs> well, like how does 29% of the country think the country's going in a good direction yeah. Yeah. and approve of Joe Biden, who's right. half dead, you know, angry, senile Marxist? Half dead, uh, fully corrupt. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's a puppet. You know, yeah. we all know. We can go there if you want. But We will next. Uh, if you have that... <laughs> Like, there's nothing you can say. Like, I've given, you know, hundreds and hundreds of lectures on vaccines over the last 30 years I've been teaching. And, you know, there's always some people who just don't care. Like, don't bother me with the facts. It doesn't matter. My mind's made up. So uh, the the other group, like the other two thirds of the country uh, or of a population in general, because there's always a third that will blindly do whatever they're told and accept anything they're told by an authority. A uh, guy, in a, you know, guy or lady in a white coat, you know, whatever, uh, right. or the government, CNN. Um, right. So, the, so really, you're talking about the two thirds, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen from a couple of things. One is, and they have to, and these are the folks who are open to, you know, they, either they're awake. Vaccines are the greatest medical scandal and evil of all time. So we've got, you know, a bunch of folks get that. And then you've got the middle group. That's really the the focus. How do they wake up? Well, their kid is injured by vaccines. You know, a friend of mine, you know, who's with me in the vaccine free, you know, the medical freedom movement here in Colorado said, you know, we call it the they call us anti-vaxxers. But most of us, including him, um, are former pro-vaxxers. Right. Like they believed in vaccines and their child was killed or seriously injured. And that woke them up, which is tragic. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's thing one, direct personal experience or someone they know has a kid who was injured or killed immediately after the two, four, six, 12, 24 month uh, shots mm. uh, or a covid shot. And they dropped dead on the soccer field, uh, something like that. Um, and so it's somebody they know. And then finally, you have a group who will listen to reason. Uh, They'll listen to RFK on Rogan, lay out the entire vaccine story from the beginning, went back to 1931, um, Mm. to the press, like the whole arc of the story. 
And the lie that vaccines save millions of lives, the lie that vaccines have been shown safe or effective. Uh, he, he just exposed all that. Yes. And so some people will listen to that and say, oh, crap. You know, this is like he, he converted Rogan. Rogan woke up. Rogan was red. Like you saw Rogan get red pilled who, you know, who's a, a center left guy traditionally. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and he woke up. He was like, oh, and, you know, with his various colorful language. Yeah. He woke up. Uh, you know, so but he was open minded. He's like, just show me the facts, show me the evidence. And he did. Yeah. So anyway, so those are the ways that people are going to wake up. Tragic personal experience, direct experience of someone they know or someone who's reasonable and rational and quoting published evidence um, and science and evidence. Like, show me the data. That's easy. I've been doing that for decades. There's lots of it, hundreds of studies. Um, who will be like, wow, that's a convincing amount of evidence. So those are, the, I, I believe, the three ways that people are and have been waking yeah. up. Yeah. Yo, and as you and I believe have strongly, it. you know, uh, God wins. Yes. You know, life wins. Uh, light will prevail over this evil darkness of mm-hmm. this vaccine, you know, uh, plague. You know, I love the book. It's one of my favorite books called The Vaccine Epidemic. Great yeah. title. And it's a great book. Um, so, you know, people can find out. We'll get that in the show notes and recommend that. Um, and I want to move, you know, health freedom is freedom. Health freedom is it a is. human right. And so when you have Absolutely. one political party and that is clear, I mean, I know we'll have denial. It's just denial. Denial is one of the strongest emotions a person can carry. You can do a lot of damage in denial. And I believe that. But, you know, what's actually happening, the facts say that in this current Biden-led administration. You have tremendous corruption. You have tremendous hypocrisy. You have a two-tiered, absolutely deviant setup with the Department of Justice and the FBI. Christopher Wray was just testifying Capitol Hill um, yesterday, and and there was a Louisiana judge has filed a they would not, he would not honor the stay order because the Department of Justice wants to work hand in hand with social media companies to yes, influence. They and they have been. And we know that happened. We know that happened with the Hunter Biden laptop. We know that election has happened with that's election interference. Right. And you can't mention uh, election fraud or you could be sued by Dominion. You can't say a word or you're called some conspiratorial person. But we now know that the FBI worked with social media to squash any and all conservative thought. It didn't go the other way. There was never an FBI agenda that said, we need to stop all LGBTQ talk. We need to stop all pro-vaccine talk. Never happened. It was clearly on one side. So let's go through a couple of these things that we're looking at. This is one that takes the cake for me. We'll start right at the top on this hypocrisy, this two-tiered system. Biden classified documents as vice president and senator were found in his garage. President Trump is now facing 400 years in jail, die in jail with his Secret Service. Okay, that is an undeniable, inappropriate placement of of how our legal system is working. Okay, and the good news, Matthew, just to briefly interject. Yes, please, no, do most Americans because the statistic now is about 60, so uh, uh, almost two-thirds of the country, but it's certainly a majority. Yeah. It's well into the majority, way over 50% of the entire country, Democrats, independents, and Republicans, in all in total, all, all polled citizens yes. believe that, A, what you said, that we have a two-tiered injustice system, yes, and that the Trump indictments were politically motivated, not based on the legal merits. Most Americans get that. Yes, And the reason most Americans get that, which ties back to your earlier question of how do we wake people up, is the alternative media. 
So like right. you and uh, people like you and, you know, all the podcasts and bloggers and shows and Substacks and yes. Rumble and all the free speech platforms, including this radio station, yes, uh, who refuse to censor people, and I and I, I salute them. Yes, and I have my official Matthew Dark Show tie on. Oh, oh I love that. Too. Yes, every every show I like that one on. That's my official uh, Matthew's tie. Yeah, um, <laughs> people woke up. So this is hopeful. Like yes. to get majority to get. Oh, I, oh, I forgot the exact number, but it was over a third of Democrats. Wow. Uh, believe and or acknowledge is probably a better word that mm-hmm. we have a two tier justice system that Trump indictments were political. And fun fact, yeah. you know, high five, 10 percent of Biden voters. Wow. If the election was today, eight to 12 percent, average 10 of Biden voters would vote for Trump wow. if the election was today. And that's 10%. why they can't let him on the ballot, because that shift yeah. right then and there squashes Joe Biden yeah. running again. Uh, those are some yeah. really good stats. I am. That is fantastic. And then you look at it even further. Not only was is it clear that that was politically motivated and it's yeah. obvious the vice president and the senators do not have the right to take boxes and put them in their garage. Mm-hmm. They never have. Even though we love yeah. Joe Biden and we're going to pretend yeah. that he's this sweet old man that didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. That's a lie. There is a yeah. snap and an evil side to Joe Biden like you wouldn't believe you would never want to be locked oh, in a room. He's a nasty sucker. For sure. Okay. I mean, he's a puppet and, you know, uh, but, you know, he doesn't really do anything but angrily pronounce what he's told. Right. Uh, you know, it happened last week. He read the, the instructions, you know, <laughs> end quote, you know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's really sad. Well, I, I don't know if you saw the side by side of uh, Joe Biden, you know, muttering, you know, along the beach in Delaware yes. on another vacation, another vacation as the country goes down in flames. Right. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> compared to. <laughs> You know, Trump at the UFC event yes. and Bobby Kennedy, like ultra jacked at age yes. 69. No kidding. Totally ripped. I mean, it was it's quite a dramatic side by side. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. People are waking up, though. Uh, no, no, no. That, I love that. And the idea that, you know, supposedly Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Right. And then That's this impossible. is start, it's impossible. But you started to hear this rumblings. Where are all the fans? Where's the hat? Where's the paraphernalia? <laughs> Eighty one million fans. And you've never seen it. You barely see bumper stickers, barely see yeah, bumper yeah. stickers. But he had right, 81 he million fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, you know, yeah. Well, this is the next one that I want to talk about on the in Please. how we can look at the injustice, the imbalance of justice in america black lives matter riots and january sixers they are viewed as one is martyrs one is saving america january sixers were going to overthrow and i don't know if you saw this ray epps most people don't understand ray epps what a problem ray epps is because he's the only he's the only j sixer that Democrats don't want to press charges. They finally no. did. Now, he's suing no. Fox News because he's saying he's being defamed. Ray Epps is on videotape. And yeah. you saw, I don't know if you saw, I mean, there was so much meat Let's on the go, bones. Let's go, in, go yeah, in. Exactly. And he was, and Christopher Ray yesterday would not, he would not spill the beans, but he, he yeah. basically said it by his evasiveness. The FBI yeah. had informants. They had assets. They were absolutely a part of Hundreds. January 6th. Hundreds, Hundreds of them. How is that okay in America? Please, uh, your listeners should go to the, uh, Charlie Kirk on Rumble. Yeah. Show they released, they somehow got body cam footage of D.C. Metropolitan Police, MPD. Yeah. With my, hot mic, with video. 
of these three cops agitating the crowd. And they were mimicking the the, the slogans, yep. you know, uh, and, and, you know, USA and all of this. And he, they were directing people to go in. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's amazing. So J6 was very much false flag. Yes. Uh, I mean, what happens, happens. Some people did some things they shouldn't have done. Yep. And violence is never okay except in self-defense. Um, but, you know, this was clearly agitated by you know leos and you know yeah. uh, government fbi cia whoever assets like apps yeah uh, who were agitating the crowd they definitely amplified everything that happened in a big way and it, you know and that you know they can't deny that i mean no. there were at least dozens of federal agents and police who were agitating the crowd and instructing them to, yelling at them go in go in uh, this is video footage. Like yes. it doesn't lie. You know, thank God for you know yeah. the the ubiquitous you know cell phone cameras and everything no else. Kidding. But uh, the truth is coming out. And again, you're going to have a third of the people say it's a conspiracy theory, even though it's video, right? Uh, uh, and but but you've got that two thirds who are waking up. And the reality you know, is, Doctor, <laughs> that is not coming from the right. That is not coming from a Christian no. conservative. That is only coming from one. I mean, you can say deep state. You can say uniparty. Yeah. But that is led by Democrats. I mean, it is. And I and I got sure. some flack yesterday. I, I renamed them the Democrats. But that is a yeah, sick plot. Rest. That is a sick plot to set up this fake insurrection and Nancy Pelosi yeah. making primetime video releases and going through this yeah. whole thing. And really what it was, it was. And I think the people that entered the Capitol that day were brain dead fools. They got caught up in the moment that you should not have done that. There was no need to do that. It wasn't going to stop the results yeah. of what had happened. So they set yeah. themselves up a little bit. But to take that and jump it to an insurrection that this old lady yeah. in the lobby with a little tiny American flag was going to For take over minutes. the country you sound yeah. like a fool if you believe that story yeah and, and you know the thing that saddens me matthew is so many of those people are still in jail yes uh, and that's without just, a trial uh, date doctor political prisoners you know they're, they're this endless pre-trial that's going to go on for years yeah um they're, they're these are political prisoners in very horrible conditions yes. i mean like geneva convention violating mm -hmm. conditions mm -hmm. for years away from their children their families uh, this was, you know, again, some people did some stupid stuff that day, but this is mostly peaceful. Thank God for Tucker Carlson showing the video yeah, right. of people just peacefully milling around and of the Capitol Police opening the door. Escorting them through the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escorting them through. They open the door. You can't break into the Capitol. No. It's impossible. Like, you'd have to have, like, a tank. Mm -hmm. to break into the Capitol. They just open the door. Mm -hmm. They open the barricade. They open the door and in you go. Yes. And the, and on the on the Charlie Kirk footage, you know, the to the uh, chess cam police footage, there was a, uh, a they there was a police officer in, you know, a, a civilian garb holding a flag walking with the yeah. police into right. i mean it was just you know well you remember the so Shyamalan guy the the viking guy i mean yeah and they painted him thank god for tucker got him out of prison i mean exactly I mean, he's still there, but he's going to be released soon exactly they painted him as a savage you know on the desk yeah. and he was and we saw through video 
he was being kindly escorted through the halls. But that was not what Nancy Pelosi painted. She painted something very different. And he said a prayer thanking God for the police. Unbelievable. But see, people are going to be in denial. You're right. They're going to think, you know, I think speaking of video and how the the life-saving mechanism of video, because when you think about Kyle Rittenhouse, now, uh, we know, had Kyle saved Rittenhouse, his life. it saved, saved his, his life. life. He would be on Absolutely. death row, even though he For killed sure. absolute scumbags that were going to kill him yes. without video. Totally. He's on death row right now as the sim- he's right there next to Derek Chauvin uh, facing yeah. life in prison as a monster. And we know that George Floyd, you know, people will hear on Denver radio. I heard on Denver radio like a month ago, even the breathtaking statement that, you know, George Floyd should still be alive today. And I stand against that because when you inhale that amount of fentanyl on the spot, no human being can survive that. So we took George Floyd. We paraded him around the country. The devastation, the destruction of Black Lives Matter far surpasses anything that took place on January 6th. It changed culture. Nobody was arrested. None. And they burned Korean grocery stores. They killed a cop. I mean, that was a destructive, awful moment in history. I mean, I think you're going to look back at history. You're going to look at the vaccines for that one year that was forced down the throat. You're going to look at Black Lives Matter that became this this bacteria of society. You're going to look at LGBTQ. Oh, and I have to tell you this. Now, this we are still we are going to do a massive report on this. This is breathtaking. This should make everybody. Right now, what I want to do is I I have an informant that I don't want to cause any harm to that works in. This is a major hospital in Colorado. Every single person has heard of it. There are two things going on there right now that are going to take your breath away. The first one is there is a scheduled pre-surgery. This is going to happen within the next week. uh, Double mastectomy of a 15-year-old. This is happening right now at a major. You know, you hear these stories and you think, okay, this is um, obviously this isn't really happening, but we got to stop it. It's happening right now here in your own state. Why? Colorado has become a a safe haven, a sanctuary state for LGBTQ transition in which the law is now written that insurance must pay the claim, that doctor's license cannot be violated, and that you will face no repercussions bringing your child to the state. So I just want our listeners to know there's a 15-year-old right now about to go through life-changing surgery, removing their breasts, going to have absolute lifelong consequences for that. But that's just Mm -hmm. one story that's going on. The one that I think really needs attention on is there's an invalid child, cerebral cerebral palsy child that cannot speak for itself, cannot Mm. talk, cannot make decisions, has to be fed. The parents of that child are transitioning it to a girl as we speak. That is happening right now. This is a 12-year-old invalid child. This is happening in our state, doctor. Now, that's criminal. We we would know that in any other era, it's evil, it's it's criminal. Again, another one of these things, like the vaccine information, like the January 6th data, if you asked the average person, even that third that are in denial, do you think it's okay to take a child that can't speak for itself and change its sex? Do you think that's right or wrong? And then you have to go one step further and say, what is the party that is propagating that, that is influencing that only one party? Uh, Give me a break, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, and uh, and I really encourage people to watch uh, the Plandemic 3. They go into yes. some of this. Uh, PlandemicSeries.com. It's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's a powerful thing. And he really goes high level of the general divide between 
um, uh, those who value freedom and the collectivists. You know, so it doesn't matter what word you use. You know, the collectivist, Marxist, socialist, communist, fascist, doesn't matter what word you use, all the same thing. Um, that th- these forces, you know, are at work. And yes. uh, and it's it's evil. It's absolutely this is the struggle between light and dark are the collectivists versus the versus Americans, you know, who value family, faith and freedom um, that, you know, that is going on right now. And these are all like manifestations of that, yeah. uh, this, you know, very you know, decades long plot, you know, the Communist Party in China. Uh, was formed almost exactly 100 years ago, mm-hmm. decades before they took power in 1949. And, you know, this is a, a very, you know, long-standing effort of, of these collectivists, these communists all over the world to bring America down. And uh, part of that is the moral decay. Yes. Uh, and not protecting children. Right. And, you know, I, you know I, I have a bone to pick with a lot of men. Yes. Uh, and Thank fathers. you. Because they're not stepping up and yeah. doing their job, yeah. Yeah. which is to protect children and women. It's part of our job. That's right. Has been forever. Protect children, protect women. That's your job. Uh, and they're not stepping up to this, you know. And uh, you know, I, I have not direct but indirect experience in a lot of these cases. These families, like you mentioned, a lot of times, you know, the the uh, angry. Uh, hysterical mom mm-hmm. who was virtue signaling to her friends, mm-hmm. oh, my son is clear, yes. um, is behind a lot of this. And not, not in every case, but in some cases. Yeah. And the guy, and look, you know, I have personal experience with this. I, I went through, you know, a very messy divorce with, you know, a very controlling person. And I finally just couldn't take it anymore. It was just my yeah. eyes. Like I got just stood up for myself. So I can't, can't be just, you know, bullied around anymore. Um, right. And a lot of, you know, so I, I kind of have a bone to pick with a lot of men who are not protecting the children. Right. You know, if the mom's not going to do it and there, she's overriding her maternal instincts. It's a virtue signal. Look how hip and, you know, a uh, rainbow I am and right. pride and all of this. Um, you know, if that's the case, you know, then, you know, the dad's got to say, no, we're not doing this. It's exactly. not happening. You know, and, and fight. You know, you have to fight. These are the, you know, these are the days for courage. You know, fun fact, uh, BLM uh, and people should watch the documentary, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold yeah. um, about BLM. Um, uh, they after receiving 90, uh, was it 90 billion? Yes. Was it a billion? Is it a billion or million? No. I well, I saw their first year. Billion? Yeah. It was some 84 or 90 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 A lot. Of, I, they're broke. They're bankrupt. Yes, yes that's right. And, and most of that money went to uh, LGBT transgender uh, organizations. That's what they did with the money. It didn't help a single black person. Nope. Uh, they funneled that money to their friends and yes. their transgender uh, organizations. And look, you know, if you're an adult and you want to mutilate your body and take you know, destructive, you know, very toxic mm-hmm. hormones yeah. that are used to castrate sex offenders. Yes. Um, uh, that's your choice. Right. But when it comes to children, you know, I, I geez, I, 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 this needs, we need to aggressively defend children. Totally agree. Uh, because they can't speak for themselves. You know, just same with the vaccines, Matthew, as you're pointing out, you know, children just, they just, you know, the, the parent sits them down, rolls up their sleeve. Um, and, uh, you know, this is the time to have courage and uh, and to protect these kids. 
You're so dead on and you're so dead right. One of the things that our church is calling on men, 70% of church attendance in America right now is women. You know, the men are sort of lagging behind. Is that right? Absolutely. And I heard that about two or three weeks didn't ago. I didn't either. And I was, my breath was taken away by thinking, wow. But you know, the, the theme at our church is if you can get the men, you get them all. You get, because the kids want to know what dad's doing. Yeah. The mother is yeah. now falling into that proper. And you know, this move of feminism is, it, it's so, it's so unaligned with God's ways because the woman leading the family in spirituality, the woman leading the family in decision makings, especially when it's out of her element. And I'm thinking about this right now, the man I'm physically stronger than my wife. She's smarter than me, but I'm physically stronger. I'm more intimidating to others than my wife. And, and that's a God given thing that men have. But when we recoil into the feminine beta male that really yeah. isn't willing to take a stand, that yeah. woman naturally rises. And now she's yes. doing something unnatural. I follow a pastor on Instagram, Mark Driscoll, out of Arizona. And what he's yeah. saying that perfect man looks like, or that great man, that godly man, is he's tough with the enemy and he's tender yep. at home. And you yes. have to be both that you're this loving father that Absolutely. can play dress up and play tea party with his daughter. But but when it comes to the world and the enemy invading your now personal space, yes. you are tough yes. and you are standing yep. against. And our men have not risen to this. And, and let's Absolutely. face it. There's been a cultural shift to where women abort your baby. Go follow your career. You don't need yep. a man. You can be single and promiscuous and all this. Yep. Women have changed. And, and the idea that women need men and men need women, that is as holy as the beginning of time. But it that is. too, they, they got to be on the same page and they've got to be yep. saying we serve one master and we protect yes. our children, you know, with our yep. life. And we've lost sight of that. It's, it's breathtaking to think that a woman could fight her own DNA instincts. This is what I think. Yeah. I'm painting a picture for the women out there because you are right. This is not most men are not recommending the transition of their child. This is a women thing. And we're calling on women to stop because, see, a woman is born with this incredible DNA instinct that the moment that baby comes out of the womb, they instantly love it, feed it and begin protecting Absolutely. that child. That's that mother bear story to where one of the most yeah. dangerous places a person can find themselves is Holy. in the woods and you stumble across bear cubs. Holy cow, you better get running because there is a mother bear standing around that corner. And if you cross a line, you are dead, you are done, you are gone. And so the yeah. LGBTQ in this movement has been so powerful that it's gotten a mother to defy her own DNA, her instincts, and do something to her child. She's changed that diaper a thousand times, and she somehow thinks that now, through man, she can make yes. that a different gender. I mean, it's just breathtaking yeah. to me. Well, yeah, that's, a, and that's huge. And, and one more, just to roll this together, um, Matthew, uh, you, we were at speaking, you know, we were at the Nationally Inspired Summit yes. uh, here in Colorado. And uh, Peter McCullough presented evidence that most transgender kids yeah. are autistic. Right. Uh, and so there's a relationship between the vaccine schedule, which we know, at least in some kids, is one of the things, not the only, yep. that directly causes autism. But, you know, this is also contributing to this gender confusion, uh, as well as this herbicide, atrazine, yeah. uh, which uh, in... A frog study turned 10% of the frogs from male to female. I saw that. Holy cow. So, you know, there's a lot of assaults on children. You know, they're swimming in this toxic soup, but they also need their parents, you know, to protect them. And and I'm with you. You know, men and women are 
different but equal. Yeah. Uh, yes. And we each have our roles to play, yep. you know. So, uh, yeah, I was that beta male. I, I freely admit that. Yep. And uh, that, you know, helped me grow up, you know. And yeah. that was painful, but, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. Uh, so, you know, I, I think this is a, a very, like, essential thing for people to get that, you know, this this trendy, I think it's just a trendy, clicky, yep. bad. Yep. Uh, oh, my kid is queer. My kid is trans, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. You know, uh, but I, I am hopeful. I yep. am hopeful. One of the biggest trends on TikTok right now is the trad wife. Uh, trad, I don't know if you've what seen that? trad wife. No, I do not know that yet. Trad wife is a huge phenomenon now on TikTok, which, again, is a you know, Communist Party platform. But right. Uh, these are women who are rev- who are just delighting in being mothers mm. and taking care of the home and kids. And they're just feeling very fulfilled and happy. Awesome. Nobody forced them to. It's entirely of their own choice. And they're so fulfilled in their lives. Awesome. It doesn't make them less than. No. If a man, if a man provides for and protects his family, does and, and the woman, you know, if, if that's their choice. Doesn't make them less than. Oh my God! I think the most important job in society is parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, create a great next generation of happy, contributing people. So you know, the the tide is turning. You know, uh, very much so. People are rejecting this woke, radical leftist, cultural Marxist agenda worldwide. This is a worldwide rejection yeah. of woke liberalism that's happening all over the place. Yeah. Uh, in in Europe, where I, where I thought Europe was done, uh, but countries like Hungary and yeah. Poland and Italy and Denmark and Sweden, all these countries, who, you know, I kind of wrote them off like they're done, like they've just bought into the whole globalist woke liberal. They, they're rejecting it. Yep. Um, and uh, and 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 countries like Russia and India, they're not going along with no. this world form great reset they're not doing it uh you can't you know so uh it's uh it, 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 i'm very very hopeful the world is rejecting this postmodern, uh relativistic you know uh truth is relative you know morals are relatives however i feel this narcissistic it's all about me and how i feel whatever i feel my gender is whatever i feel my truth is you know all this narcissism and therefore you have to go along with how i feel right you know, the the pronouns and all that the, the the people all over the world countries entire nations are rejecting this and so i i i've already i'm seeing clearly the end of this woke liberal uh postmodern relativistic um agenda is is uh is is turning to sign you know uh, even in even hungary had to close its world economic uh, the working economic forum uh, uh closed its hung and, and and this you know soros is a hungarian communist right and and in his own country they they you know they closed the wef you know headquarters there you know so anyway uh the, the world is waking up yeah. you know we're, we're returning to healthy tradition uh, healthy values, um, you know, valuing freedom, valuing faith, valuing family, all the stuff the Marxists are who hate, yes. you know, they hate religion, family and freedom. It's it's all coming down. You know, yep. I'm very hopeful it's happening in the U.S. It's happening all over the world. Uh, and we're coming out of this nightmare of uh, of of uh, of socialist uh, godless, you know, uh, existence. And it's so, it's so good. And I believe that too. And the, really the reality is, is that nobody's life has improved 
under a socialist, Marxist, Democrat-led thing. Because what we know is about freedom goes down because you can't speak your truth without the fear of you know, cancel. Yes, right. uh, they do not want you worshiping a God. And in many cases, if you have no outlet, you know, you're in fear, you're in anxiety. God yeah. is meant to take that from you. So they remove that in one spec respect to you. Yeah. Things are more expensive in a liberal Democrat run because they like taxes. They like the funding of all these special programs. So at a minimum, what I'm always blown away by is, is why, why don't you want to keep more of your own money? At least, you know, yeah. go, go look at the taxes in Florida. Go look at the taxes in California. Those are yeah. Voss, you know, so especially when you yeah. become an earner and you're talking about property taxes and you're talking about, you know, building for the future, you got to make so much more money in California than you do in Florida or Texas or a lower tax state at a minimum. People are so glued to their money, you would think that'd be a selling point. Um, Our guest has been Dr. Michael Gaeta, the Gaeta Institute, Boulder, Colorado. We want to thank you always. Give us some places we can follow you, find your work, upcoming things you're doing. Give us all that, doctor. For sure. And and I just want to clarify one thing. I I have no problem with a woman having a career. uh, Sure. But but this whole, whole, like, I must be behave like a man you know it's, it's just a it's a fallacy so I, I, I respect people's individual choices agreed to chart their own life but anyway there's a resurgence of of a, of a more happier uh, arrangement for for women we bless rejecting that. this feminist nonsense anyway uh, i'm at michaelgata.com uh m-i-c-h-a-e-l-g-a-e-t-a we do uh have a weekly podcast that you've been on a number of times on mondays okay uh, i have a clinic where i work with patients around the world uh through phone and video as well as here in boulder colorado and i have an online school uh, our, uh for public education and health professional training uh in holistic health and natural functional medicine uh our two devotions are to you know in terms of topics is health freedom and natural health that's what we're about uh, and um, and human thriving. I love so, that. Uh, you know. So anyway, I appreciate you, uh, Matthew, and um, uh, you know, just love uh, our conversations. Absolutely, Doctor. I can't echo that enough. I thank you, folks. Remember this. Until next time, serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. Stay connected with the show on Instagram at The Matthew Dark Show or send an email to TheMatthewDarkShow at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560 a.m.